Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Hey, hey, hey. welcome. <laughs> so welcome, everybody. Know, Happy Monday. When you see me on the screen, do you get a psychedelic sort well, of Well, I'm like, oh, shirt? this is like one of those on things that we've been it looks told. like we do. So... I don't, so sorry, I it might okay. be hard to look at Jim today. Yeah, yeah, just close your eyes. Or, <laughs> unless you're driving. Or, yeah. Um, uh, happy Monday. Yeah, welcome back um, to the morning yeah. show. Yeah, I got to uh, to work at opening a brand new, um, my sister-in-law's boutique in um, Twin Falls. It mm-hmm. was a lot of fun working yeah. back. I was like in my bliss. And it's funny because, you know, I don't know how to run a cash register because it's, you know, their, their POS, POS system I'm not familiar with. And so I was like, give me jobs. Point of sale for those of you. Point POS of might not mean yeah. what you think it means. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, and so I was like, give me jobs. And so I was back there unpacking big, huge boxes of clothing and things and tagging and labeling and then finished all of that. And I was like, what else can we do? And they said, I don't know. And I said, can I organize <laughs> your back storeroom? And they they looked at me like I was nuts. She is pretty nuts, yeah. And I was, I said, you know what? I love this kind of stuff. And so people kept coming back there to get stuff, and they would look around and they're going, "Oh my gosh!" Because I mm-hmm. love to organize. I love to organize. She I love it. it. I love it. I love it. And they're like, "Thank you." And She's I said, so "Oh no, weird. I'm so happy back here. Just give me treats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make sure I go outside and get some sunlight every once in a while, and I'm good." Okay. I brought you lunch. Just throw a little protein. You <laughs> did, yeah. Back. yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was great. So no, um, it was all good. Yeah, yeah it was so. Um, Quick recap on, uh, you know, obviously over the weekend, we uh-huh. did our broadcast on uh, Friday from up there. Yep. We uh, we have coming up on Wednesday, Yeah. what will be our 200th episode. We got mm-hmm. a lot of fun things in store for that. And also- You're not um, going to want to miss it. No, you're going to want to be there for that. You and really are. It, we also really figured out it. it's our 66th uh, White Hat Wednesday episode. So we'll definitely be- uh, you know, talking a lot about the white hat element and they got some special guests lined up for that. So look forward to having folks join us on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Well, I, can I, I'm not sure. I'm not okay. sure. Well, what you're um, do, so. we, we have, uh, um, for instance, um, Tim Bird at Dillery is going to be joining us live mm-hmm. and, um, and <clears throat> others. We've extended the offer and, to some others. Um, and Tim will be there to talk about how he um, is uh, is supporting the mission of White Hat Way. Yeah, for sure. And um, it's, it's pretty cool. It's yeah. really pretty cool. So, yeah, we're excited about um, that announcement. Yeah. Yep. yep. So be there on Wednesday, White Hat Wednesday, yeah, 200th episode. Sure. Okay. Today, today, we're jump into yep. uh, our topic I, of the day. I'm so ready. Are you ready? Okay, I feel ready. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so today we want to talk about down payments, and this is something that I I chose not to tee up the uh, the down payment worksheet that I created. We've this is something that we have worked with clients to help them, mm-hmm. especially new people. You know, when you have a new hire, new salesperson, mm-hmm. helping them learn how to ask for more down payment, how to ask mm-hmm. for earn get more down payment, mm-hmm. right? So. So this is something that will help any of our dealer clients and any listeners because, you know, cars costs are up 
Obviously, mm-hmm. when we can get more down payment from the customer, it reduces our risk. So we want to talk to you today about techniques, some mm-hmm. top tips for how to go about getting the customer to offer up more down payment. A lot of times there's more money on the table than what we hear from the customer. Obviously, mm-hmm. the customer would like to reserve some money. So this is an interesting balance that we we kind of we, we want to get as much down payment as we can. We don't want to yeah. over squeeze the customer. Well, and, and we're not saying don't make a sale if they can't make $2,500 down. No, not at all. Um, but we're just saying frequently there's more money on the table than what they're offering up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here's how you can. And I think before we go into details, can I can it. say that um, we, we know that down payment and, and we confirmed it with Brent Carmichael in our recent uh, live stream day that down payment is still one of the biggest drivers of volume. You know, our mm-hmm. flexibility with down payment is what can move. Can, can we, can we um, uh, clarify that? Cause I, uh, Neo has been saying um, that down payment is not an indicator of success of loan, it's which thing. it's mm-hmm. a very different thing. Um, down payment is an, is it's your spigot for, um, yeah, your but sales regardless your, yeah. of uh, the loan performance, mm-hmm. what we're suggesting here is that we want the customer to commit to more down payment. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's good for us from the risk standpoint. It's good for the customer in at least three ways, which we're going to go through here. But mm-hmm. it's like we we know that more down payment can obviously reduce the risk for the customer as well, reduces their loan amount and increases their ability to get to the end. So. So these are all things that we, we want to try to go through piece by piece and help dealers and, and new salespeople think about how to, or first, how to ask for down payment, right? And mm-hmm. how, to, how to earn it. So one of the more interesting parts about down payment, one of the first things to think about, because we hear a lot of dealers that say their process is such that when a customer comes forward, here's we pull the application we find out what kind of down payment that the customer can do and here here is a car that we're willing to finance for you okay in your credit circumstances and the down payment you're offering here's here's a car or here's three cars to choose from right so that's going to be step number one is thinking about how do we how do we let the customer how do we create more down payment at this stage of the process. So you can go ahead and show that first one. So tip, tip number one, number one, number one is um, yeah. let the customer choose. So the reason that's important, we got to navigate this. Now this takes, uh, you know, a degree of professionalism. We got to mm-hmm. be able to manage the process. We got to be able to, you know, I don't love the word control. That's the word that was used when I was first taught, you know, in sales training, how to control the customer. And while there is a degree of how about guide. Yeah, absolutely. We're guiding the customer through an application process and through a finance process. We understand the financing and the terms and the cars and the whole thing better. So we're guiding the customer through the process. And one of the ways we can guide the customer here is to allow them to choose. Now we have to have a conversation when I say allow them to choose. We, this is about getting the customer to commit to more down payment than what they might have been willing to do. If the customer comes in and says, I can do $800 down mm-hmm. and you say, okay, then here's a car I can offer you at $800 down. Obviously the customer doesn't get really excited about that. You know, if it's a car that 
you know, it's nothing, it's vanilla. It doesn't excite them. And that's not really what they look forward to driving. Then they're probably not going to be real flexible about down payment. Probably not going to offer more down payment. I mean, we can try, but I'm simply saying when the customer chooses a car that most interests them, most meets their needs. And, um, and like I said, that they would be proud to have in their driveway, that can be a factor. Then when we allow the customer to choose a car that is a high interest to them, then our ability to then ask for more down payment and get them to step up in terms of down payment is going to be increased. Now, this is an interesting balance that we strike because we can't say, let the because customer you can't, choose. Just like, because all of them are going to choose <clears throat> the eye candy that you've got on the front of yeah. the, of the thing. And, and it's like, they come in and you know, they've got four kids and they're looking at this thing that seats, yeah. you know, four mm-hmm. and has it's two doors and a muscle car. And it's like, yeah, this yeah. is not the right car for what well, you guys. Yeah. For. So it so. is a balance that we strike. So really the, we have to understand the customer's needs. I think one of the things we, we, you know, didn't expect to talk about here is it kind of goes without saying to me, we need to really understand the customer's needs and eventually their wants, but we certainly need to understand what, what's the minimum inventory that we have that would meet their needs. So mm-hmm. that's part of the sales process that is, you know, loosely tied to down payment, but we, we first want to understand what car will meet your needs. Yeah. But then once we identify that, and then we talk to the customer, this is all before a test drive, by the way, in, in my approach to talking about down payment, I would always talk to the customer about down payment um, before a test drive. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so that helps me as a sales professional to choose a car that's yeah. going to be a good financial fit. And, you know, one of the things that Jim has used in the past and, you know, some places it would work, some places it may not work as well as there's a down pay or a, um, a test drive questionnaire mm-hmm. and that, um, you know, that usually you're going to have this is suggested down payment. And so you ask, do you have the suggested down payment? Mm-hmm. And that's a yes or no answer. If it's a no answer, then, you know, you can, you, can make the the um, decision whether or not you want to proceed with the test drive. Maybe get, you know, get approval from manager or something like that. But um, and yeah. it's it's a good time to to ask that. Do you have the suggest the suggested down? Yeah. So suggested yeah. is the word that we choose. Not very, required. Very intentionally. Yeah. Like it's it's not required. It's suggested. Why? Because we have a ton of flexibility. Like in the mm-hmm. approach that I would recommend, you know, the dealer would emphasize with new hires, trainees, we, nothing's black and white. Like we Mm -hmm. have a lot of flexibility in what we do and we can always, we, there's always gray areas, you know, and this stuff. So it's not like we have a hard, you got to have 10% down. Like I just, it was not a requirement. It's a suggestion. It gives, so the phrasing I always used is this is the down payment we recommend to give you the best chance of getting a loan approved. Obviously we won't know exactly what kind of down payment might be required until we have full application. We've chosen a car, you know, there's a lot of things, but typically we're going to recommend about 10% down and and we've got some flexibility. So, you know, don't get too hung up on that. Yeah. My phrasing is to try to help the customer feel at ease. Uh Also, run away just because you don't let the customer choose. The second one, um, tip number two, we haven't really even gotten into down payment like the conversation yet, but you know, you're going to let the customer choose the car. You're going to, and during this process, you're going to build rapport and trust. And that's like, that's that whole thing. 
asking questions, like digging mm-hmm. into, you know, how did you hear about us? What can, you know, what, what, what is it that brought you in today? And, and, um, you know, what is, how many people do you have? And do you got kids and are, are you going to be, you know, mm-hmm. asking the, the questions, um, about them and, and yeah, building that rapport. Yeah. So any sales material you pick, mm-hmm. pick up, that's going to offer sales training. He's going to talk about the importance of building some sort of connection yeah. and rapport with the customer. And for me, that goes further. It's like, I want to start to earn trust. I want them to understand that I'm, I'm here to work with them. Like we like, we like the idea of customer advocacy. Like I'm mm-hmm. certainly as a salesperson, regardless of what my, my, you know, says on my business card, my approach is going to be one of, I'm here to try to help you. I, I know my inventory. I know our program. My job is to try to help you find a car that'll work for you and fit your financial this needs is, and satisfy your interests. Yeah. And this is, um, this is a squirrel, but not really a squirrel. Okay. Got it. Um, you know, when we, when we, uh, I've worked with clients and they're looking to build their sales team, um, that we typically have, it's it, there no sales experience required. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's the kind of, it's the, the type of people that, that really would excel with this kind of process are like the server that is just builds rapport with the table and, or the, um, the person that's, uh, uh, I remember one of our, our, uh, clients, they, it was someone from Subway that it's just like, Hey, you're really great with people. Would you, and, and it's, they weren't asking, they weren't upselling. They weren't, they, you know, they weren't upselling on a sandwich. They weren't, but they were just like, how are you guys in building rapport and, and, and didn't have a problem just getting to know someone because they like people. Yeah. Some people are just naturally Mm -hmm. engaging, right? It's more comfortable for them, whether they're outgoing, gregarious, whatever, but really it's about, it's a, uh, it's not about being salesy. Like mm-hmm. we've done polls on this. We've got some old polls that talked about, do we, what kind of skill level are you looking for when you go hire salespeople? And most said no skill to almost none. Like I'm not looking for, and, and we had some dealers who will say, I'm, I'm looking for experienced car people. Like I'm, I'm creating a sales department that can, you know, outsell move the competition cars. and move cars mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's their business approach. It's not the one that we recommend for, you know, our clients because we, we, we play a long game. We recommend a long game. And so we're, we're not trying to sell. We're trying to build rapport and trust in the sales team no and the customer will buy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the customer will buy. So I don't have to be a super high polished salesperson. So let me just kind of be the, the voice and face of the salesperson. I'm working with the customer. I'm trying to help them, you know, choose a car that will fit their financial needs. Eventually I'll get around to asking about a trade. And then I'm going to ask when they, regardless of what their answer is on trade, typically they're going to say there's no trade. And I'm going to say, okay, so you're planning to do a down payment, you know, on the car. Have you got some down payment set aside? Like, what are you, what are you working with in terms of down payment? Yeah, you can go ahead. So, well, and part of this too, with that building report, uh, building rapport is, making eye contact with yeah, them and, yeah. and, um, and I'm I mean, you don't want to stare down. No, but this is about the, just, you know, if I'm working yeah. with the customer and I'm going to present to them something. So again, this assumes some level of trust and I'm going to mm-hmm. continue to expand on that trust throughout the process because when it's time to present the customer with a down payment, I'm going to have a car loaded yeah. on the screen. This is kind of why I said the down payment worksheet that I created was really a, a tool that was designed to help 
newer salespeople almost just fill in the blanks and ask mm -hmm. the customer these questions and, and arrive at, um, you know, way to ask for the customer for down payment. So something there we need to uh, Tyler. Well, good morning, Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Uh, Jim was in the middle of um, uh, a sentence and I, um, yeah, good morning. Tyler uh, Simmons out of Texas. No prior experience. This is for salespeople. The current state of online leads can really make bumping down payment difficult. Mm -hmm. The shoppers want the Amazon experience before stepping in the door and the lowest bidder typically gets first appointment. It can be more difficult, Tyler. I think the techniques that I'm really suggesting here, if I were a BDR, uh, talking mm -hmm. to customers through an online process and chatting with them, I would still be using these techniques. It, it is more difficult, yeah. but I think these techniques would help me. And obviously eye contact is going to be a, a different harder, thing, but it's like video. the reason I think about eye contact at this stage, when, when I work with a customer in a sales process, and so let me just be a trainer for a minute or be a salesperson. So if I'm, um, presenting the customer with a down payment that we were sitting at the desk, the car that you've chosen is this. Uh, we typically, you know, I know you told me on the lot, you're, you're hoping to get in a car with a thousand dollars down. And I, I heard you, I, I understand that's what you're, you're looking to do. Let me just show you our default down payment is 15% down. So this is the part where I'm looking them in the eye. So I'm saying our default down payment is 15% down. So you can see that uh, on this particular car that you've chosen, that would be around $2,100 down, you know, for, and so is that something you can do? Is that because obviously if you can do more down payment, that's going to help you in a number of so, ways. All right. Okay. So we're going into tip number four is yeah. the opening ask. Right. So I'm going to ask mm -hmm. for a good amount, even though the customer's already said I've got a thousand and I heard you, I understand you, you would like to do a thousand dollars down. Let me just show you our typical down payment around here. Our def default down payment is 15% down. So let me just show you on this particular car. That would be, you know, $2,100. I'm picking numbers here, but that would be about $2,100. Is that something you can do? Because if you, obviously if you can do more down payment than the thousand, that's going to help you in okay, at least three it. ways. Okay, okay. So helps with approval. Yep. If you can do more down payment today, obviously that's going to increase the chance of approval. Okay. It's, it's going to potentially, it's going to save you interest. It's going to reduce mm -hmm. the amount of your loan. Which I, I is, liked something that, that I think it was, uh, Jack Carter, but that's, yeah. uh, I, and I, I got to dig it out. Um, yeah, that he yeah. was, he was talking about that, that it's like, this is, this is what it's going to save you in the, yeah. in the long run. And I think it, it was way. less of a training video and more of a, a it was a TikTok video aimed mm -hmm. at consumers, which I think mm -hmm. is fantastic. And it can also serve mm -hmm. as training in the same time Absolutely. because you're basically having the same conversation directly with the customer. But yeah, that would be my approach. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying with, when I ask for down payment, I'm okay with asking for a big mm -hmm. number. And I'm going to look the customer in the eye and I'm going to say, if you could do more down payment, obviously it's going to help. It's going to help with the chance of approval. It obviously helps on our side mm -hmm. with the approval the side. But where it helps you is, one, it helps you get in the car that you want. Two, it's going to save you some interest, right? So it means you're going to get paid off more quickly. You're going to own it more quickly if you can do more down payment. And then, you know, it could help me lower the payments. Like if you are interested in lower payment, we could do that. Or, you know, obviously we keep the payments the same and you'd be paid off more quickly, but but it could potentially help keep the payments lower. So my point is, I just look the customer in the eye, I ask for a big number, mm -hmm. and I explain to them why it's in their best interest. Like yeah. I can help the customer and understand, we'll, here's how it would help you. Yeah, we'll have uh, another episode where that down payment worksheet that Jim has put together, we've been working with a few of our clients with with it. And and it does, it shows, okay, it's, it's a, not a down payment 
it's actually a four square. Um, but sort it's, of. it's, mm -hmm. and so to show the customer, if, if you could bump up this to this, that we could either decrease the amount of time. So you're only going to be paying this off this amount of time, or that could lower your payment by yeah. $50 a month or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So again, those, those three things I just asked, I'm never going to be afraid to ask for mm -hmm. a big down payment. I don't care if it's $5,000 down. I'm not afraid to ask for it. Why? Because it's in the customer's best interest. It is. And, but I think, I think that there's something to, to clarify is that, not having a large down payment if they can't do it that is not something that should preclude you from no. from doing a deal not at all um no we're not going to yeah. broom any customers here mm -hmm. we're, we're going to certainly be flexible so i'm going to mm -hmm. ask for as much down payment as i can mm -hmm. get and then i'm going to um do your darndest to get them in and try vehicle, to help them solve their, their problem their, i mean again yeah. i'm a problem solver yeah. my job is to help the customer solve their transportation needs and mm -hmm. find something that fits financially within our inventory and i'm gonna i'm gonna work hard I, I always say that if we miss a customer if i'm the salesperson if i miss the customer it won't because be because i quit trying mm -hmm. you know of course there will be things that we come across that we simply can't solve the customer doesn't have sufficient income whatever there will be things mm -hmm. that i simply can't solve now i could talk about a co-buyer in that situation or there'd be other things that i could keep trying to do to help the customer you know get the car that really you know meets their needs and makes them happy and proud yeah. to have it in their driveway i'm, I'm gonna work hard to help make that happen I just know that, you know, we have certain financial parameters that we operate within every day. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I can't make it all happen. So this kind of takes us to the bonus tip, which is really kind of tied back into the first thing we talked mm -hmm. about, which is, you know, all my approach throughout all of this is to that I'm happy to help the customer buy the car they most want to buy. So this kind of conversation would actually be most likely to happen at the front end whenever the customer is telling me back to that number one, which said, you know, let's let the customer choose. Well, if I let the customer choose, they might choose the most expensive car, right? That happens. So I'm just simply saying, I, I know I can't do that every time. So I'm going to say to the customer, look, I, I want to try to help you buy the car you most want to own. Obviously, if mm -hmm. you want to buy that third row SUV instead of this four door car, that that's probably going to require some more down payment in order to get the approval done and get the payments where, where you're wanting them that, you know, it's probably going to require substantial down payment, but don't misunderstand. I'm happy to try to help you buy. If that's the car you want to buy, I'm happy to try to help you buy that. If you got some way we can talk about some more down payment, if you got maybe a trade that we haven't talked about, or if you got, you know, some way to come up with some more down payment, the point is I'm simply, working on behalf of the customer to help them buy the car that they want. Now, because of the down payment, we haven't even driven the car yet, right? So I'm just saying, saying before we drive that third row SUV, have you got a way to come up with some more down payment? Because I'm not sure I'll be able to help with that particular car unless we can talk about some more down payment, you know? And so, so I'm just trying to help them. It's coming from a standpoint of, I can try to help you buy that third row SUV. And so I'm working hard to do that. And mm -hmm. so in the end, what happens instead of me telling the customer, you can only pick from these two cars. I want the customer to realize that themselves and make that decision for themselves. There's a big difference there. To guide them into a, a financial decision that makes sense for them. That's right. Yeah. And so I'm over here saying, oh, I'm happy to try yeah. to help you buy that third row SUV. I'm not the one saying, no, I'm happy to try to help you. It's, and so yeah. what can you, can you maybe do $2,500 down? Have you got yeah. a way to come up with some more cash down? Tyler um, piped in again. The acknowledgement is huge once you begin discussing 
benefits of more down. That mm -hmm. does take some training experience, communication, communicating clearly. Sure. Yes. And also the right tools, which is, yeah. which is, you know, uh, a lot of people, and this is one of the reasons why Jim's been working on this, this, um, Foursquare. Foursquare that is updated because it allows a really elegant visual because most people are visual learners too. Mm -hmm. And so it allows an elegant visual for our customers to be able to kind of watch this. And it's like, oh, um, uh, because some of these, some of these um, ideas about finance are, are things that they haven't been taught. Yeah. And, and this is why I yeah. look forward to having Candace Price back on. And, you know, I'd love to have Tyler in there too. We, yeah. we, we, we want to talk about, you know, Candace used the, the phrase knowledge gap, which I love. Um, mm -hmm. I think what we're, what's happening here is, you know, all these things you're talking about, Tyler, are absolutely true. And we know that when the customer comes in, they often, the customers that we meet, they just don't understand. They, they don't have good, um, understanding of the financing, the, the financial mm -hmm. literacy is kind of a thing. And so we, we, we want to be able to help them understand in a way that we're there to help. We're not trying to, you know, be condescending mm -hmm. or talk down to them or treat them, you know, poorly. We're just trying to make sure to help them understand. And so the visual tools, she's right, help to, to show the customer, this is why this math doesn't really work, you know, and it's, and, yeah, it's, it's help. I'm sorry. Um, it's like what Jack did with that TikTok. is it's just, it's, just some real simple education yeah. too. And so, you know, it, uh, I agree with Tyler that that takes training and, and, you know, you're being able to communicate ideas, but if you have things that are in front of you that will help guide your, your team without mm -hmm. having, you know, like super skilled in navigating those, it's, it just, yeah. it creates a way for them to easily just navigate. This is part of the process. And, sure. And, you know, a, a, a mom whose kids are in school that's now working, helping doing financing for yeah. uh, for you can like, all right, this is this is the way that it, it works and yeah. see how this changes. Yeah. And, um, and I yeah. think the sales training to me, like I think if, if Tyler, if I were a salesperson that came to work for you, if I could bring this understanding of like just these pieces that we're talking about here, mm -hmm. I'm when I meet a customer, it doesn't matter if I'm chatting with them online, on the phone, on the lot. My, my approach is I want to try to help you buy the car that you, that you want to buy. And so talk to me about what your needs are. I'm going to start mm -hmm. certainly going to understand needs. We can, I'm sure as we talk about that, there'll be some wants that come up, mm -hmm. but like, let's understand needs. I'm going to try to help the customer buy the car they really want. I'm going to be flexible. I'm not going to say my job is really not to say no to anything. I'm not trying to sweep the customer, tell them what can and can't be done. I'm saying, you know, they try to be flexible. Obviously there's a limit to that. I've just the more down payment you can do. The better is going to help you, you with approval, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm just working from that perspective. I'm trying to help the customer, you know, solve their problem. And I'm not the one who's going to be saying no to them, except that I'll be able to say, you know, that's a pretty difficult deal. That's a, with that kind of down payment on that car, mm -hmm. trying to keep your payments at 500, you know, that's going to be a really difficult deal. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we just have that approach in that conversation. So I can navigate as a salesperson, I can navigate through all those conversations mm -hmm. uh, based on that outcome that I'm looking for. And, um, and like I say, the customer may have to, you know, ultimately say, well, I, I, you know, I definitely want that third row SUV, but I can't do more than a thousand dollars down. And so now I'm in a spot where I just have to, you know, go talk to a manager and I'm not going to be the one to let them go. I'm going to say, that's a really difficult deal. It seems unlikely that, you know, so, so, but I'll, let me go try, let me go see what I can find out. And, uh, mm -hmm. 
and let them let a manager look at the application, whatever. But my job is really to try to get the customer to commit to more down payment without losing them. The one thing I also should say, I'm going to work with whatever down payment they have today. So sometimes you can, the customer may say, well, I can do 1500 a day, but I could probably do 2,500 in two weeks, you know, then now as a, as a business owner, you know, if, if I'm the salesperson or if I'm hearing that as a business owner, I'm, I'm not waiting two weeks on the chance that, because if you've got 2,500 in two weeks, I don't know if you'll be back to do business with mm-hmm. me. I'm going to do business today based on what I know today. And so this is why I think it's important uh, well, for that's us. That's where a deferred down can kind of come into deferred play. Deferred down, and, tax yeah. refund season, mm-hmm. down payment. You know, that's not really a down payment in my mind. It's 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 a creative payment schedule with tax mm-hmm. refund payments. I'll get super creative about that stuff. But I'm just saying I'm going to make a yes or no decision on putting a customer in a car today based on whatever down payment they can do today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm you know, if the, especially if this customer's on the lot. Like if they're on the lot, it's like the old – sales or the sales manager I used to work with. If customers on a lot, they're not here to buy a ham sandwich, you know? So just like, yeah. if they're, they're here to finance And usually a car, when they say we'll be back. Yeah. So, I, yeah. You know, I, <laughs> how does that work, Tyler? Do they, when they say, well, they'll be back. We'll they, be back. They yeah. Come back very often? Yeah. So Tyler, um, if, uh, if you're still listening, um, we'll be in touch because we'd like to put together. A, Tyler's um, busy working car deals. It's like is, after 10 a.m. in know, Texas. He's, he's, he's got car deals going on he's got carryover from the weekend he's busy dude yeah we we know that about the morning show you know we're broadcasting when you you folks are busy out there and so that's the nature of it but uh but yeah i think you know i feel like we covered that subject Mm -hmm. pretty well i hope hope we offered some techniques that will help uh you know salespeople or sales managers work um, with their team jim's uh like i said working through with um Tyler, excellent. Looking forward to actually listening while on a sales, sales call. call. There you go. How about that? <laughs> Look at you multitasking. You do we need to talk to the customer? <laughs> you need a closer? You want to turn it? Let's talk to him. Let's see what I can do. I'll, I'll ask him for some down payment. Let me talk uh, exactly. to him. Tyler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, we'll be in touch Tyler and, and, and get you all on the show. Um, uh, what else before? Oh, we, no, just before a we... reminder again about our Wednesday yeah. episode. Please yeah. don't miss that. Some of you won't be able to catch it live, but this will be an important yeah, it's, episode. It's, um, there's, yeah, it's something you're it's not really going to miss. It's really about, it's and, a big, big uh, announcement and, about the future of White Hat Way. So, and, you know, and you know, we, uh, those of you who have been kind of listening is that a lot of what we're doing is the nucleus, the center point of all that we're doing is White Hat Way. Mm-hmm. And so we've got some um, things happening and, and uh, uh, Tim Bird is, is going to be joining us and, and, and others and they're ready to step in and help. Yeah. So, so we're really excited about that. All right, everybody. So 11 Eastern on Wednesday. <laughs> we'll see you all then. Yep. Have a great day. Rest your day. Talk to you on Wednesday.